Hey girlfriend, welcome to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Cowler. We will be talking all things health, fitness, life, and relationships. This podcast is for the woman wanting to find her happiest, healthiest, and most confident self without flipping her life upside down or sacrificing the things she loves most in order to do it. I am so excited to have you here. Now, lady, let's get to it. Hello, beautiful, and welcome to the best of the best series of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Caller, and I am so pumped to recirculate some of our most downloaded episodes to you over the next several weeks. My husband and I just had our first baby boy, Reese Kyler, and I am on maternity leave, but we thought there would be no better way than to keep the podcast rolling during this time off than to republish some of the episodes that you guys have loved the most. So over the next eight weeks, you are going to be shared our favorite episodes and favorites named by you, our listeners. As you dive into this, enjoy some of these incredible interviews, some of these workouts, some of these solo episodes conversations with my husband, and so much more. I know you're going to love it because you loved it the first time around. Let's go ahead and head on into this series and enjoy listening to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Hey, 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 Damn Happy, Damn Healthy fam, and welcome to episode number 41 of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. I am so blessed and excited to talk to you guys about this topic today, and I honestly just can't wait to dive into the whole idea of living a long, happy, and healthy life and kind of like dedicating this episode to my grandma because she's the person who inspired me to write an Instagram post about this and then now has inspired me to do a podcast on the same topic because so many of you were like so impacted and just like loving on that post so much. So I thought it's something that needs to be talked about more. So today we're going to talk about how to live to 90 and still be thriving. We're also going to throw in a little bit of my um, headspace and where I'm at with life and goals and fitness and all the things and how this all is kind of a reflection of long-term health and fitness and sustainability. I know it's a topic that we've brought up so many times on this podcast, but I have to say I'm really excited to bring it up. I'm really excited to talk to you guys about this simply because I'm tired of seeing woman after woman have fitness be something that's in addition to her life instead of a part of her life and having happiness be something that she's constantly striving for instead of living. And so just to kind of give you guys a little bit of a background, um, I, a couple of weeks ago, wrote a, or maybe last week, I, I, I can't quite remember, um, wrote a post about my grandma. And I titled this post, How to Live to 90 and Still Be Thriving. The whole reason this got brought up was because a few weeks ago, I was talking to a friend and we were having a deep conversation and she was like supporting me through some stuff. And she had asked me to tell her a little bit about my grandma. And the second she said something about my grandma, I... I, of course, like first (laughs) tears filled my eyes. I'm not going to say that that didn't happen. But aside from the tears, a smile came across my face as I was getting the opportunity to tell someone about her. And the more and more I got to like talking about her and the more and more after the conversation I got to thinking about this, 
I, I started to kind of reflect on that and reflect on how much of an impact my grandma has had on so many people's lives, like a significant impact. And I don't know one person, I'm sure there's someone out there because everyone's human and no one's perfect, but <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking my grandma is more of like a unicorn. So in this sense, she's probably the outlier, but I can't think of one person that wouldn't say her name or be thinking about her and have a smile be brought to their face. And I got to kind of reflecting on like why that is and how she lived and why like why more of us aren't doing that and why more of us aren't living the way that she lived. So just to kind of give you some more backstory because I wanna make sure you like fully understand um, my grandma. And to be honest, as I kind of reflected, I quickly came to realize that my grandma's life was the definition of damn happy and damn healthy. And while in her generation, her like healthy <laughs> habits might be a little different than the ones that you see in the media today, she lived to 90, 90 some, and she lived a really damn good life. So I'm just reflecting back on that and trying to decide like, what, what habits from her do we need to embody and take into our lives? And what can we learn from it? So just to kind of give you a backstory, I told the same story in the post that I wrote. So if you're hearing it a second time, at least this time you get to hear me like say it in person and say it um, out loud versus reading my words. But my grandma was the most damn happy, damn healthy individual. And just to kind of give you a little bit of insight onto who she was, I'll tell you a story about her. So she like lived life to the fullest and she was always up for a good time, never really, um, worried. I mean, she worried some, but not a ton. Like she was so easygoing, um, loved life, loved to have fun, loved to laugh, all the things. And one day, um, my sister was getting married. This wasn't her getting married day, but my mom's family is just incredible. And it's full of a bunch of women who love to like celebrate and have a good time. And so when you get married in our family, we not only have like a friend bachelorette party, but you also have like a family bachelorette party with all of the women. And we did the same thing for myself. So we had a family bachelorette party for my sister and my uncle was um driving us around in his motorhome so like that just goes to show we're pretty darn cool <laughs> and it's a bunch of women in my mom's family as long as, as well as some like family members of my like sister's in-law side. And we were just having such a great time. We were um, driving around bar to bar. We keep it pretty local. So we're going to all these places, having all this fun. And it gets to be the end of the night. And we like to end this like bar crawl or this bachelorette party at my um, cousin's bar. My two cousins own a bar. It's called Chami's and it's in Eldon, Iowa. We wanted to end the night there. And this this town just so happens to be the same town that my, my grandma lives in. So <laughs> lived in. And we were like ending the night. And if you know my sister, um, she is like, she's a hoot. Like she's just hilarious. She's just funny. And she is just always wanting to have a good time. And by that time of the night, we're like laughing a ton. We're having a grand old time. And we get to Eldon and she's like, oh my gosh, before we go to Chami's, we've got to go to grandma's and pick her up and take her to the last bar of the bachelorette party. And it's pushing midnight. Like I would say it's probably around midnight. <laughs> and I like look back on it and I'm like, oh my gosh, we are awful. But so we pull up to my grandma's house. She has 
I mean, there were probably 20 of us, maybe more. I mean, maybe, maybe a little less, maybe a little more. I don't know. And we get there and grandma is of course sleeping and Sarah runs up to the door and like starts pounding on the door. <laughs> she, she had had a few drinks by then and she's just like full of energy because it's her bachelorette party, right? And pounds on the door. I promise I'm getting getting to the point here, guys, but it's a good story. Um, pounds on the door. Grandma opens the door and there's several of us standing there and she like, of course, looks like she had just rolled out of bed, but key points to make. One, she wasn't worried that someone was like intruding or breaking in. She was very relaxed. Two, she was smiling and laughing. And three, she, once Sarah immediately asked, Grandma, like, it's my bachelorette party, remember? Like, will you, we, we're going to the last bar, we're going to Chami's, will you go with us? And she didn't, she didn't blink an eye. And she just laughed. And, and we are, me and my sister, who's grandma's girl, you, grandma makes everyone feel like you're her favorite, by the way. <laughs> so grandma's girl and then all of grandma's other girls are right there with her. And she didn't even blink an eye and there's no way she was gonna say no to us. And she said, absolutely but let me put a bra on first. <laughs> and she, so she puts her bra on, she hops in the motorhome with us, and she goes to the final bar, which is just like, to you, might be mind-blowing. And at this time, she was 90, I might add. Like, she, she passed away when she was 90-some. She was 90 at this point. And I just, like, am beaming telling you this. And I'm telling you this because that just goes to show the way she lived her life. Things and lessons that I think that we can learn from this and things that we can take away from this like, what what's portrayed to be the health, health and fitness industry and like how to live healthy and how to do all the things these days versus what is actually going to help you live a long life, in my eyes are two different things. When my grandma lived and where like the things that she prioritized throughout her life and prioritized on a daily basis is activity. Did she go lift a bunch of weights? And I'm not telling you guys not to. Of course, I'm a health and fitness coach and I want you to exercise. I want you to do strength training. But that's beside the point. Like I'm going to set that to the side for now. And I'm going to talk more about just like overall wellness today. She didn't lift weights. She didn't go to like an exercise class. She didn't um, follow all the like latest diet trends. She walked everywhere because she didn't have a driver's license first, but she did walk everywhere till, till I can remember. Like she would be walking in her town and her and her friend would go walk on a trail and all these things. So she would walk everywhere and she enjoyed all food in moderation. <laughs> like, like that's the two things that she did. And she laughed every single damn day she loved on her loved ones, and she never turned down an opportunity to have an experience. So as I kind of talk to you guys about this, I have been reflecting on this story and just reflecting on who my grandma is as a person. And you may have kind of seen this shift in my content on social media if you like follow me on Instagram or something, but I'm feeling like we're at a point where there is so much information out there when it comes to what to eat, how to exercise, do this, do that, don't do this, don't do that. I think it's really damn overwhelming. And I think it's overwhelming for me as someone who's trying to 
help women realize that they don't have to flip their lives upside down. They don't have to do things that they don't want to do. They don't have to do this quick fix. They don't have to do that. It's really overwhelming for me. So I can imagine that if this is overwhelming for me to try and help you realize that fitness and health and wellness can be so simplified, then it's gotta be super flippin' overwhelming for you, the consumer. So today and every day moving forward, I wanna make it a real big priority for you to shift your goals away from short-term satisfaction short-term gratification, like number on the scale or size of pants, and shoot for the long-term and think, what can I do today? What can I do tomorrow? What can I do the next month? What can I do the next year? And how can what I do today be carried over day after day, month after month, year after year, to a point to where I'm living such a well life that I'm still thriving at 90. Today's episode is brought to you by the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness Membership. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast, but know that the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness Membership is where you take this mentality and this lifestyle that you're learning about here and you extend it. Damn Happy, Damn Healthy helps women end their search for balance so they can truly find freedom, gain confidence, and get fit without giving up their social life, without giving up their family life, and without flipping their lives upside down. If you want to make exercise and healthy eating an effortless part of your day-to-day routine, this membership can help you find this balance. Stop searching for the quick fix, girlfriend, to your lifelong battle with health so you can achieve the body of your dreams while still focusing on the things that you love most. How does Damn Happy, Damn Healthy work? Let me explain. Members get five brand new workouts every single week. The workouts are 40 minutes per workout and a set of dumbbells is the only piece of required equipment that you'll need. Along with these workouts, you get a proven system and accountability to set you up for success in finding your freedom in health, fitness, nutrition, and life. We take those things and we simplify them and we help you truly find your happiest, healthiest, and most confident version of you and believe that that looks and feels different for every single woman. And it's better yet, girlfriend, because you're here listening to the podcast. We want to offer you your first seven days free inside Damn Happy, Damn Healthy. If you want to claim this offer, if you want to jump into this, I encourage you to go click the link in the show notes and sign up for your first seven days free. Girlfriend, it's on me because I truly do believe that you are just one decision away from being on that path to your most happy, most healthy, and most confident self. And that click is right there for you in the show notes. And that click leads you to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness Membership. My grandma did pass away in her 90s um, due to a like invasive, um, like late found cancer. So I will say that she did pass away, but one thing that's just like blows my mind is until she was sick, she was in her 90s thriving, until she was sick, she didn't skip a beat. And like, I like have tears in my eyes as I say that, and I say that it's because like, 
she didn't do something fancy. She didn't do something really freaking epic or special or unique when it came to her health and fitness. She just prioritized one thing and that's happiness. And I think that we lose sight of the fact that when we're searching for the perfect health and fitness program, when we're searching for the perfect diet or what we can eat to lose weight or what we can eat to look a certain way, we're not, we're thinking short term. And I have had so many scenarios in my life where I have followed a certain diet plan or followed a certain exercise plan strict and restricted and did all the things. And this was in the past, but Then I get to that goal weight, and what do I want? I want to lose more weight. (laughs) I want to see a lower number, and it's just like this vicious cycle of never good enough, never good enough, and it's because my goal was not happiness. My goal was focused on a number on the scale, but ultimately, we're not searching for We're not searching for a number on the scale. We're not searching for a size, gene size. We're not searching for um, a compliment from a person that is like a distant acquaintance of us. We're really searching to feel good. And so the one thing that like, I guess is the biggest takeaway as I kind of tell you guys this is just to reconfigure how you think about your health, how you think about your wellness, how you think about your overall fitness and start to shift away from short-term goals, short-term fixes, quick fixes. And this is all stuff I've said over and over again, but I tell it with a story today because I'm thinking maybe it will have a little bit different impact on you listening to it in reflection of my grandma and in reflection of a woman who never did a diet plan, never did like a organized exercise plan, but just prioritized laughing every damn day, prioritized loving, doing the things that she loved, eating the things that she loved, but also did so in a way that was just like never in in a fashion of binging, never in a fashion of restriction and binging and restriction and overload and restriction and overconsumption. It was just always just like even keel, like, just she she just had it all together and i i think that sometimes we have like a health and fitness industry and i'm not i'm not bashing the health and fitness industry cuz obviously i'm a part of it but i think sometimes the health and fitness industry i reflect on it and i think it could be the problem and i think that the whole idea of buying into programs that force you to quick fix and force you to over restrict and force you to follow strict programs that you can't maintain for a lifetime, they end up being programs that cause the on-again, off-again mentality, that cause the all-or-nothing mindset, that cause the restrict and binge cycle. And when that happens, it's like, I'm like, why didn't grandma ever, why didn't ever know her to do any of this stuff? And it's, it's because she never bought into the bullshit. <laughs> like, and I, I say that and I know that's like a little bit harsh, but she didn't. I'm just so tired of seeing all the bullshit. And I have to say that if you're listening to this, where this is going now, and I am kind of wrapping things up, but one thing I want to talk about now is what like my mentality is as far as my health and fitness goes and what I want for my life as I kind of like pursue goals and pursue fitness. Um, I did have someone ask me as 
like something to reflect on in a podcast episode, which I think it ties in really well here, is what my current like goals are and visions are when it comes to like my health and fitness. I have to say, I used to be like a very like goal oriented person when it came to lifting a certain amount of weight or running a certain distance or going a certain speed or going doing all the things or trying to lose weight and I'm not saying that I don't have goals in terms of health and fitness but health and fitness for me now you guys I have to say is more so just my therapy it's something that makes me feel good it's something that allows me to quiet my mind and ultimately my goal right now is to live a damn happy and damn healthy life. Yes, I still love an intense workout. I still love to, I'm an athlete, so I, a former athlete, so I freaking love to like beat a certain time or challenge myself when it comes to getting a certain number rounds of an exercise in, and I, I will always thrive on that. But I'm moving away from number-oriented goals and shifted into a like phase in my life where I'm not exercising to reach a certain time on the clock, to reach a certain number of weights lifted, to reach a number on the scale. I'm exercising so I can feel confident in my life, so I can feel high energy all the time, and so I can have time to like just escape the rest of everything. That's kind of where I'm at right now. And I know that's very generalized, but from someone who has been so goal-oriented and to a point where obsession could be (laughs) brought in to the mix when it comes to exercise, it feels really freeing. And some days I feel like hitting it hard and really, really hurting myself (laughs) when it comes to exercise. And other days I feel like going for a walk and that's okay. And I I love that because it makes me think of my grandma. And if I could be like anyone in the world, if anybody, the greatest compliment in the world would be for someone to tell me that I'm like her. And I'm tearing up as I say that, but that would be the greatest compliment in the world. And she walked every single day and she lived till she was 90 some and she thrived doing it. So that's kind of where I've shifted. And I hope after listening to this, you took something away from it. This is an episode that I really enjoyed enjoyed talking through. Um, This all came from the heart, no notes. I just kind of spoke as to like what felt really good and I hope it felt good for you to listen to. I hope you learned from it. And I just want you to remember that your health, your wellness and your fitness if you want it to last long term, if you want to be that 90, thriving 90 year old like my grandma, then start doing stuff that feels good. Start following your intuition and stop flipping your life upside down when it comes to health and fitness. Make fitness a part of your life instead of in addition to your life. And I can promise you that if you do that, you will be thriving. And why why wait till why wait till 10 months down the road? Why wait till 2 years down the road to thrive? You can be thriving right now in this moment. So, everybody have a very damn happy damn healthy day. Of course, as always, if you were touched by this episode, let me know. I love getting messages from you guys in regards to the podcast and your biggest takeaways, what you learned, what spoke to you. And so I would love to hear that from this one. Um, Bless my grandma. Um, She's watching over all of us. And I will see you guys on the next one.
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Share some love for today's episode with a rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget, take a screenshot of this episode for your Instagram. Tag me at Chelsea Caller and tell me your fave takeaway. I'll be talking to you again real soon, girlfriend. But until then, be damn happy and damn healthy.